Hey, we keep promising it every week. We'll talk about the Wizards, and it's time to come through on that promise. Plus, lots of skins, Cowboys, general NFL news. Welcome back to the DMV Sports Roundtable with Jamal and George. Chris will be along a little later. I'm Dimitri. Follow us on DMV Sports Round 1 on Twitter, and check out the podcast on Podcast One, iTunes, and WTOP.com. Search podcast. So it is... Time Jamal and George to come yeah, through I'm on let that George promise. Go first. I'm gonna let George go ahead and I, trash, I, trash the team in November. Right. Well, they they're just understand. coming out just coming off a Lakers uh, victory, yeah. so that's good. That was good. They had to get that win last night. Of course. I don't understand why we can't talk about them in November. Well, my well, only well, thing on, is, okay. oh, you, hold on. You can say, go let me go, go first. If uh, my only thing with the Wizards is this team should be the number three team in the East. Right. Okay. You cannot come out and start talking about being the best point guard, best backcourt, best team in the East, and then let LeBron go for 57 against you. That's LeBron. You can't have come out and you can't keep talking about playing defense and then lose to the Mavericks. Right. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Look, look, look. They've been talking that for a long time. How many wins did they have last year this time? They were two and eight. That's two and eight. But you can't and keep going back to that. But at some point you have you have you you at some point you have to get beyond this, don't you? You do. But I mean, this goes. It's been like that. This is the same. The same things that plagued this team this year have plagued them before. Mm-hmm. Defense agreed. Free throw shooting, rebounding, <laughs> and of course the bench. That's always the issue, right? Even before Scotty Brooks got here. Now, when I defense wise. I already know this team, these guys that they have, except for, let's say, Oubre and uh, Markeith Morris are the only two really defensive-minded players that they have. Yeah. When Scott Brooks came in here, what was all the talk? He's a defensive-minded coach. Mm -hmm. He's going to preach defense. Where is it? It's not on a consistent – every once in a while, they'll play a shutdown game. Last year when they played Golden State, they played good defense. But that's not locking anybody up. They got a lot of steals. But where's the consistent defense that Scott Brooks was supposed to bring here? I haven't seen it. But I, I right no granted, but, granted nobody in the NBA plays defense anymore. I know, but then but my I guess my thing is you constantly hear it about each everybody to a man saying they have to play defense. What so else why, are they supposed to say? No, I know, but then why can't you do it? Like, what? what is, because nobody else is doing it? It's a mindset. Listen, do you know their best game was probably that game against Toronto when John didn't play? Yeah. Defense is the mindset, first of all. I agree you, with it's, that. It's a mentality that you, you have, have to have. To have. have. Yep. And I think this generation of players, they just don't have it. You don't have a Gary Payton yeah. who that was his mindset of being a shutdown, the glove. You don't have certain players that – that is Dennis Rodman. His job was to get rebounds, play defense, and block shots. That whole team, the, the Detroit, the bad, bad boys, boys. Yep. That was their identity. That was their mo. Now you got people. That you each team is scoring over 100 points a game. You didn't have that in the 80s and 90s and in early 2000s. And then you know some hand checking went out the window. You know some of the things that you could do on defense. So you can look at it like. That's how football has changed the defensive rules that to accommodate the passing game, right. score more points. You could argue that taking on hand checking and saying certain things that, that players used to do on defense that he can't do anymore, that mm-hmm. is now a foul, that you know, it makes for what, what can you do? Because you can't be physical. Yeah. Can you imagine Oakley or Rodman? Oh, they wouldn't be able to play. Or or, or uh, Bill Lambeer? Yeah. They would they wouldn't last two minutes. 
They'd be yeah, gone. But those, those, uh, especially Lambeer, some of the dirtiest players right there. Oh, yeah. right? But that's how the game that's was That's how played. it was back then. <laughs> Anthony Mason and guys, we well, they had goons, Xavier McDaniel. You know, each team had goons that played. It was that's like why hockey. The, it's always fascinating to, to talk about these guys, you know, comparing guys. It's such a different. It's a, it's a different like, mindset, this though. Group, this, this group now. They don't want to be touched. They couldn't play then. No. No, with the rules. Even and then, LeBron, as big as he is, yeah, six ten, two seventy, whatever he is, whatever freakish size he is, he doesn't want to be and touched. It's freakish. He I doesn't know. like to be touched. Right. It makes no sense. I know. And Allen Iverson, who was the itty bittiest guy on the court most most nights, would go in the monster trees and take a beating. Mm-hmm. How many times did Allen Iverson hit the floor in a oh, given yeah. night? Absolutely. I mean, he would hit the floor hard, pop back up, and shoot his free throws and keep going. But it's a different mindset. It's, it's, I don't think Steph Curry couldn't play back then. Yeah, you know he get knocked on his behind. Yeah. So, so one of the questions is, can the Wiz get by with what they're doing right now, or does something have to change? You need some, a little, I mean, little defense. You have to play some defense at some, at point. some yeah. point. Something. I don't. I don't think any of these teams. Like if you think about a team, who plays the best? I don't know, because it's it just, you know, maybe San Antonio because they're the most disciplined when it comes to that. Yeah. But I mean, they have to play some sort of defense. And then the, you got to get something from, from your bench, as usual. And once again, Ernie addressed it with... Jody Meeks. Well, you know what? Mike's, he's all right. He's been I'm not, I, I can't... Yeah. I'm not going to apologize to him just yet. But I was, I'm, I'm, I was wrong a little bit because those About guys can still shoot. Mike Scott. Mike Scott. Him and Mike Scott can yeah. still shoot. Tim Frazier yeah. has got to... I don't know if somebody told him he's not allowed to shoot. If he shoots, he gets benched. He's got to be a little more aggressive. Because he's right now he's Trey Burke two point He's he, right now Ramon Sessions is probably the best backup point guard that we've had in in the last couple of years. Now I thought Frazier could play a little bit. I watched some of his highlights, some of his games. He can score the ball. He can play a little bit of defense, but he seems to be very hesitant when he comes off the bench. He's got to be aggressive, way more aggressive than he's been. And I don't know what Mark. Once again, what is Brooks doing with Jason with with, with Smith? He said he needs to get him time. Didn't he say that last year? He said it last year, too. He but said it the other day. Didn't Jason I didn't show even him look enough last, last night. year? What did he do last night? He played last night? A little bit. A little bit. But he said that at the beginning of last season. And I understand because Jason got off to a slow start last year. And even I was down on him. Mm-hmm. But I think that didn't he show him enough that he could contribute to this team? You know, from that point on, for the rest of the season, he played well. So I don't know why at the beginning of the season he acts like, you know, is he's got to juggle something. Mahimi is garbage. This is this period. Mahimi is garbage. He is a, a 64, 68 million dollar. That's is it, but it, he's, six, he's like what was it? Six years. Oh my god! Yeah, Ernie's got us hamstrung for a long 60 time. Sixty some million. Yeah, we're, we're hamstrung for a long <clears throat> time with some really bad contracts. <clears throat> and Markeith Morris, you're not going to be able to re-sign him because you've got money tied up in Gorta. you got money tied up in Mahimi. And Paul Pierce says LeBron's coming here, so. Yeah, Paul Pierce says a lot of things. You uh, see that? Uh, Le- yeah, I did go, see that. I was going to bring well, it up. I, I saw after that game when he dropped 57, and all of a sudden that's all over my timeline. Well, he and was, I got people Pierce got, was talking about where LeBron, where he should go next after next after the year, mm-hmm. and he says he should go to the Wizards. doesn't have to be the man. He says you got Wall, Beal, uh, Porter, LeBron, Gortat, Ubre. I mean, got to get out that's of here. not. He said that's that's where he should go. Never I mean, happened. That's you know that that's all well and good. I still think he goes to L.A. Where do you think he goes, Dimitri? 
Maybe stays in Cleveland a while longer. I or, uh, yeah, I think uh, I don't know. You think that's done? I think I it's think done. He's, he's done what he needed to do. He fulfilled what he wanted to do in Cleveland. He said, "I'm going to bring you a championship." He was good on his word, and I mean, for all intents and purposes, he doesn't owe them anything else. He owed them a championship, and he paid up that debt. And right now, he really doesn't owe that city anything because he's he's done what he said he wanted to do for them. You know, debt paid in full. Mm-hmm. And he's totally frustrated with their lack of. And and you know it. Dan, got his Dan Gilbert, there. he doesn't. You know. Yeah. He doesn't get along with Gilbert still, and that's always going to be. That's never going to be. That's, yeah. that's never going to go away. So that's always going to be in the back of his mind. You know, LeBron likes. He's into you know he's got shows on Showtime. He's into the movie thing, and what better place to be than L.A. If he wants that to be the second part of after basketball. That's the best place for him to go. Do Beal and Wall like one another? Yeah. They I do. think they do. I think was there a time when they was maybe a little... I don't know. I, I think, think that was all blown out of proportion, yeah. to be honest. From what I've heard, it's, everybody, everything is fine. It's just fun to, you know, people like to talk about it. Well, you know what? Why do we get so caught up in players having to be best friends and pals? Yeah. You know, if you have chemistry on the court or the field or on the ice or whatever sport that you're playing... As long as you have chemistry and can play together, have respect for each other on the playing field and on the court, that's right. all that matters. You don't really you care don't that they're to, uh, having not, ice cream after no, the game. You don't, right. don't have a beer with that. each other. Yeah, I don't need that either. I think somebody said that. I've heard this in, in the past, and I can't remember exactly where it was, but those old teams from the Knicks that won championships, those guys would play, and everybody would go their separate ways. Yeah. You don't have to, you know, hold hands and sing by It's go nice have a if beer. you do. It's, it's nice, cool. But, That's, you yeah. know, and, and it's encouraged, of course, that people get. But just because you, know, you don't have to get all. If you get along on the field or on the court, if you don't get along, it doesn't matter. Because it, just because you're best buddies off the court. But what if you're not playing well, you know, on yeah, the court? Yeah, it doesn't necessarily always translate yeah, into that, to that wins. It's two different chemistries. Right. You know, if, if we're on the court. And I know your tendencies of where you want to be and, and where you like to shoot from or whatever. Cool. That's what I need to know for that. I don't need to know nothing about your family. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know your kids, your wife, your cousin, brother, mama, nobody. As long as we can be symbiotic on the court, not worried about, you know, off the, you know, what, what they do, where they go to the movies. Who, can, who cares about that? But we get so caught up in that, like they can't win <laughs> unless, you know, they're best friends. Unless they're hanging. Yeah, right. I, don't, I don't get that. Yeah. Uh, are they playoff bound? Is it too early to ask that question? They they should be. I mean, there are teams. Oh, that, if they're not, then that's a huge. That is that. I don't one think of the it's, it's, I'm failures not, of this of the NBA. Like I'll say it's too early to say that they not. But I'm not saying this. It's early enough to say that I think they should be or they will be. They still should be the number three team in the East. Two could be two. It could be two. You know, I mean, we're talking about they're six and five. Yeah. Now, Cleveland. Like uh, I think Steve Buckhans was saying on the broadcast last night, if the playoffs started last night, I think he said the Wizards would be seven and Cleveland would not be in it. Yeah. So, you know, it's still a long way to go, Mm -hmm. you know, but they could be second. Who knows? You know, Boston is on a hot streak. But, you know, this is a this is a league. It's an 82 game season. You got the hot streaks, the highs and your lows. Now, the Wizards have an opportunity now. They've got Atlanta. They've got Sacramento. They've got a home and home with Miami, yeah, and they got the Raptors. Yeah. That's a nice little mm-hmm. schedule to make a run with, mm-hmm. you know, and and get 
a couple games over 500. So, you know, I mean, but they, they've got to, everybody's got to, got to mesh. And um, they, they need to get something from that bench. Uber has got to be way more consistent. He has to find, uh, they have to find something for uh, more minutes for Smith. Marquise is still getting in shape. Yeah, he's not back. He's, he's, he's not, not back one hundred percent. And he'll be fine. And he's on, you know, he's on a limit restriction. Scared the hell out of me last night that he got, he went to the locker room, but then he was able to come back and and, and play in the game again. We can't afford to lose him. But you you have to. This let me say this. Let me throw this scenario. Greg Monroe gets traded from the Bucks to Phoenix. He's gonna be on the move again. Right. Why not bring him in? You could use him on the bench. For who? Oh, you think they're just going to release him? If he gets bought out. If he gets bought out, yeah. Now, the only problem with that, the team that could come in between that is the 76ers who want to move Okafor. Mm-hmm. If they move, right. if they trade Okafor for Monroe, which they may be interested in doing because Okafor wants out. And apparently the Suns have no interest really in Monroe. They wanted to get rid of uh, Bledsoe and they wanted to get some picks back. If they trade, then, you know, the whole point is moot. But if he's bought out, I think you have to look at that. I'd be fine with that. Because, I mean, he gives Mahimi gives you nothing in terms of scoring. The Wizards right now, by the way, I'm just looking at some of these stats. In the, in the NBA, hold on, let me go to the league here. Hold on a second. As far as points per game right now, I was just thinking about scoring. Wizards mm-hmm. are third. The Nets have, are scoring on 111.9, Wizards 111.4. So basically they're second in the league behind Golden State. Mm-hmm. And they're giving up 108 points a game. Which, that's, that's your NBA. Right. It's, it's basically... There are only who, three who teams gets, giving know, up under 100 points, and that's yeah. Boston, Oklahoma City, and the Grizzlies. Okay, that's another team that I, I left out that has a defensive mindset. The Grizzlies Memphis, have always, yeah. they're seven and four. always been gritty. Um, this is a mindset because they had Zevo's gone, Randolph's gone, Tony Allen's gone. Those were their defensive stoppers. But they're gone, but they still have that mindset. We just don't have that. We don't, we don't, we, you can talk about it. You can say whatever you want. And we need to clamp down. Just do it. Like you said, just do it. But just if do you, it. But if you don't really have that mindset, you can say whatever you want. I understand that. But at some point in the season, it's going to come back and bite you. But see, I'm not sure. This is, this is my thing, though. When you they can't th- keep losing games to guys, teams right. like Mavericks, Mavericks, or Phoenix, like two, two the last week, or the Kings. No, they didn't lose the Kings. Phoenix not, is not the yet. one I was looking they for. They play the Kings Monday. Yeah, Phoenix was the one I was looking for. You lost to the Lakers early on. Yeah, after you know, having nine point fourth quarter. Lead. Last night was the first time they beat a team with a losing record at home this year. Yeah, which makes no sense. Right now, what they do last year, they protected home court. Mm-hmm. They had problems on the road. They were okay on the road. But they had that when they went on that streak. That streak was built on home wins. Mm-hmm. They, they're not protecting home court. I think they'll be fine. But it's still, st- you know, it's just we shouldn't have to keep having these conversations if this team is supposed to be where they expect themselves to be. That's, That's all true. I'm I mean, I, it's it's early, and it's way early. You know what? I'll say this to your point. When I look at teams like Boston, when I look at teams like Cleveland, Cleveland's having a little bit of a hard time, but they've got new pieces. This is the same nucleus that we've had. Yeah. So to your point, you're right at that point that they should be further along mm-hmm. than some of these other teams that are integrating new players and new pieces or a new coach or a new system. Everything's the same. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you to that point that 
they should have gotten off to a, a little faster of a start, especially with the, with the schedule they've had. They right. haven't had a real tough schedule. Yeah. You know, and they played well. They already had a West Coast trip, and they, and they well got through it. it. They got and through it pretty two, well. Yeah. You know, two, I mean, two, yeah. you got LeBron on a pissed off night, so he dropped fifty seven. Mm-hmm. That, that happens. You know, I was hoping that, that they was, that was the safest. I was bet hoping the they would have won before that, <laughs> right? Because I'm not. I was like, you yeah. know what? They had a t- they had a team meeting. Yeah, I was like, that's no good. They had a team meeting right before the Wizards game. I said, LeBron's going to go off. Somebody is. Mm-hmm. We're definitely going to be him. But LeBron is LeBron. All right. We'll re- revisit the Wizards, but it was good to come through on that promise after maybe like two or three months of promising. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. <laughs> we apologize, y'all. No, it's no. It, we, we, it's a long season. We're going we gonna to get back on it. That was good stuff. I, I feel like I learned something. You guys are uh, teachers in addition to uh, good colleagues here. Well, you know, we do our best. <laughs> we tried. You know. Let's uh, let's move to our heroic skins. Is I Chris Gion just uh, hanging out because he doesn't want to talk about the Wizards? Uh, maybe he's going to kind of swoop in at the right time. About? I don't even know. I don't know. I'm not sure if he even knows what we're talking about. He's <laughs> going to jump in, and whenever he gets in here, we're just going to talk. Like our Wizards promise, we promise that Chris Cheon will, <laughs> yeah. will come it, in at some point. point. I was just going to say that uh, win over Seattle was so unbelievable. I'm not even sure if we properly knew how to celebrate. I mean, it was half shock and, of course, great celebration, sort of, but it was like, yeah. what the heck just happened here? And uh, does it get any easier this Sunday at FedEx with the Vikings coming into town? No, it doesn't. I mean, Vikings well, Defensive-wise, it doesn't. No, the Vikings have a pre- very good defense. And, you know, it's a different kind of quarterback with Case Keenum. It's not a Russell Wilson or Carson Wentz, so right. it's going to be different. See, and that's the thing. Know. We've been able to generate pressure up front. You know, with Russell Wilson, like you said, those those two guys get out of pressure like nothing. We, we pressured them. They got away from it. You know, Wentz it gets swaddled up, you know, in a in a in a a sea of, of Redskins jerseys and somehow like Houdini pops out and runs down the field. You know, you you can get pressure on Russell Wilson all day, but that's where he's probably at his best. Right. But we got to him. If you get we can get to Keenum. And Keenum, he's not going anywhere. No. Once you get that pressure on Keenum, I mean he's pretty much gonna be a sitting duck. And we'll so, see if they can. Yeah, I mean and, and it, that's when you're gonna have to be you have to cover you know, Breland's still a little banged up. Josh Norman is fine, but um, you know, as far as the uh, if injuries, they don't give up big plays, they'll be fine, right? And D, I think D Hall, you know, he said was he he said he wasn't how did he say he wasn't surprised at how well he you know that he was able to make yeah. it through the game. It's well, like he, he was saving up all that energy. Yeah, he was ready. I mean, and that's the, and that's like good to see. Him. And listen, that, and if he can play. At that level for a couple weeks, that's good. Put him out there. Yeah. I had no problem with yeah. that. Is, uh, 11 guys. Is, is Nicholson back? Uh, I know he was out there, but I don't know if he was in full or. He's questionable. Everybody's questionable. Everybody's Trent even practiced today for the first time in like a month. Yeah, he was dressed at the whole offensive line. Boy. I'm, I'm sure you talked about him already. No, we just Zach got Brown. into this. He's practiced today. He's okay. dressed today. He said his ankle thing was new. Yeah, it was new. It popped up. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah. Ionitis and Arthur Jones, the only two that are out. Everybody else is questionable, which we, is a we can, sign. We can live without that. That's, but listen, this is a. That's why that's why I don't think you can understate how big last week's win was because you get that win with all those circumstances and the injuries and now yeah. you're looking forward you get some of these guys coming back in the lineup now you've got Minnesota New Orleans if they can be five and five after this stretch somehow mm-hmm. going to then you have the Giants on Thanksgiving then at Dallas, Dallas all of a sudden yeah. it's a different team I mean you know you you're still all things are these, still right there in front of you all of these games are winnable mm-hmm. but you have to the offense has to show up. Now, hopefully getting the offensive line back, then maybe that'll help. But the offensive line has got – the offense has got to show up because you've got teams that have good defenses 
but questionable quarterback play. You got uh, this week Minnesota. Ke- yeah, Keenum has been you got question- questionable. You got the second. What are they? They're second ranked against the run, fifth against the pass. One of the top defenses in the NFL, but questionable quarterback. But you got Denver, who, despite giving up what they did against, that's not Wentz, uh, that's, that's not, not typical. Every week, no. no, that's not atypical of them. That's just Carson Wentz, you know, playing out of his mind. Sure. You, but they have you don't know who their quarterback's going to be. You've got you know it's it's a merry-go-round over there. It could be Paxton Lynch. It could be uh, Brock Eisweiler. It could be uh, Simeon. You don't know who's going to show up. So they they've got they're questionable. Arizona's defense is they still have a pretty good defense. Stanton is their quarterback. God, so, I, I, I not to change the subject here, but uh, Jen was asking me on the couch last night. While we're sitting there, you know, who is this guy, Drew Stanton? I've never heard of him. Oh, he's been around for a while, man. <laughs> He just, yeah, I, I and I've, he's been terrible for a while. I mean, yeah. he was literally missing these open wide receivers, and you know, we could talk about Colin Kaepernick all day. But I was going to say that, but, but I was come on, he he would be so much better than this guy. This guy yeah. missed outright open wide receivers. Cardinals could have won that football game last yeah. night yeah. Uh, if they had. And, they, and and I say this many times. Drew Stan's not running. These no. guys come and they hit him, and he stands there and he takes the he hit. At least Kaepernick would run the ball yeah, out. He's not I going just, anywhere. It's, but yeah, I, I totally, yeah. totally yeah. see what you said. The so Cardinals it, aren't that bad, right? So we got a we got a lot of couple games, you know, in this last stretch, the second half of the season, where if this offense gets into some sort of a rhythm, because I don't think well, the defense has played well. The defense, let's put it like this. The defense willed them to that win. Mm-hmm. They were there. They kept. They've been doing it all season. Mm-hmm. The offense was fast and be late to the party. The defense was there the whole time, and they kept them in that game. Them and Blair Walsh. And I'm shout out to Blair Walsh. I appreciate. <laughs> and I'm surprised you still have a job, but the defense kept them in it. Then the offense showed up and did their thing last minute. The defense, I have no problem with that. They're going to generate pressure. They've been able to play well in those games against other good defenses or defenses that are better than ours. We're going to have to score points. And Kirk Cousins and offense, hopefully getting this offensive line back, will generate – got to run the ball, which is going to be tough this weekend. I'm worried about the uh, slot receivers for Minnesota. I talked about this last night. Uh, Adam Thielen, Thielen just has yeah. been incredibly consistent. I think yeah. it's – I have to check the stats on him, but he he's has some record that Chris Carter yeah, that he a, broke from Chris, yeah that Chris Carter had back in 1996, uh, and Kyle Rudolph, as we know that this right. Redskins team still every week I say this it doesn't change still allow the most yards overall if you right. take in every single game been like that for to years. the tight ends yeah been so like that for a long time I. Uh, I didn't really talk about Stefan Diggs last night though much. It is his homecoming. I don't know. I, I don't really love like the narrative stuff. Oh, it's his homecoming. Well, He's you know, the, the, the thing is that's their that's their home run hitter. Yeah. You know, it would, when it comes to Diggs, I'm not going to take anything away from Steph Diggs. Been a big fan of his former Turk. Yes. But he, if they're able to limit his big playability and just kind of. They got to be physical with him first of all. Yeah, and Diggs is not—he's not a small. And he's not 100 percent healthy, so why not get physical and let him know yeah. that like you're not getting any of these runs. They got to be physical with him. They cannot let him get behind them. Yeah, and they've—they've got to be smart with their assignments. Everybody's got to know where they're supposed to be. You can't have any slip ups where for some reason he gets loose in the secondary because if he does, it's—it's it's game over. He's taken to the house and it's done. Mm-hmm. Rudolph, okay, he's going to get his. 
Now, the running game is a different thing. McKinnon's pretty good. But McKinnon, to me, is more of a threat out of the backfield. Yeah. I think we can shut down Murray. We've been good against downhill runners, Mm -hmm. whether it was Marshawn Lynch, uh, Blunt, uh, last week, Eddie Lacy. I love to see matchups where we have guys that like to go downhill Mm -hmm. because we're pretty good at stopping the run at the line of scrimmage. Now, it's the guys like McKinnon. And, and Kareem Hunt and guys like that that can get off the edge and catch out of the backfield. We have ish and Zeke. We have issues with those sort of uh, those sort of running backs. So I, McKinnon does worry me in the passing game. Not so much running between the tackles because I think you know he we can we can deal with that. And that's how the Redskins I think can beat the Vikings. Is yeah. how many times we talk about Chris Thompson this year? Is there a more valuable player on this offense not named? Uh, Kirk Cousins, I think Kirk, Chris Thompson, if you can throw to him out of the backfield, because let's just say those Minnesota DNs or they bring the blitz, they get to Cousins quick, and the offensive line's not 100%. Yeah. I want to just look, make my quick read, dump it to Chris Thompson. Not, you know, go through your progressions and... Well, see, I want to see a little more of that. But, did, you, but yeah. you do have to at least run the ball to let them know there's a threat of that. You, I you have agree. to be able to – because they're already keyed in on the fact that we don't run the ball with Kelly. We don't trust P. Ryan at all because he's apparently he's got a fumble issue this year. So he's like the new Matt, Matt Jones. Matt Jones. Yeah. yeah. So they've looked at tape, and we have not really gone to Kelly consistently except on the goal line last week. And they know we like to go to Chris Thompson. And they have linebackers – that Kendricks and, and, and Anthony Barr, mm-hmm. they rush the passer, but Kendricks can also cover. And you've got uh, Harrison back there. So I don't know. It's a little dicey. But I would love to see them this week because now all of a sudden they, they have act like they just met Josh Doxon for the first time. And Kirk said, well, I'm, I'm glad to work with him. <laughs> you should have been working with him for the first 10 right. weeks. It was week 10. What do you mean you're glad to work but with him? But both he and Pryor didn't show what they Pryor's showed. Pryor's not showing all year. Wait, the thing that that's twofold. Now I understand that Doxon has had his drops. He also have, hasn't had a ton of targets. He hasn't had a ton of snaps either. He's very inconsistent with his snaps and and his targets. I would love to see them get him in a rhythm early because right now he's the best receiver that you have. Yeah. He, right now he is. Yeah. And I would love to see them get him in a rhythm early. Go to him early. How about that? How about let's not try to all of a sudden we're going to go to him in the third quarter, late fourth quarter, you know, where he's got to make a huge play. And if he doesn't, then, you know, you yank him out. Let's start to get him early. If he gets into a rhythm, let's see what he can do because he might be able to dominate. What's up with Jordan Reed? What do we think? Yay or nay this week? I think he plays. I think he plays. Great. I, saw a clip. Yeah, I think that's huge. I, I mean, mean, he's not 100%. I saw, I saw a clip yesterday, and he was look, He was running, doing individuals, and he looked fine to me. He's one of what, like 12 guys? 11, guy, 11, 11 guys questionable, but only two that's, have been ruled out. That's better than 11 out. Uh, that's I huge. wanted to throw this out, too. Uh, maybe we haven't been paying attention to this. Did the, Have the Skins had the toughest schedule yes. of any team yes. in the NFL? The winning percentage is 61%. Right. The other the teams that they face, 61 I think six uh, six ten winning percentage. Because you got to look at the way that they dominated and beat uh, the the Rams. Win is looking much better than oh, yeah. the Oakland. Yeah, they right. were six and two, five and two, something yep. like that. Uh, firm control. Well, I shouldn't say firm control to the Seahawks won Thursday night. Yeah, but, but in control of of, of the, the NFC West. West. Yep. Yeah. So and, and look at who they that played. Was, the, the Eagles twice so far already. Exactly. Who were the NFC front runners? Lost, lost to Kansas City. Yep. You know who was a what a two three loss team? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're they on top. Are they on top of their division? 
Who else would it be in the West? I don't it has so. got to be gotta Kansas be them, City, right? yeah, because it's not the Chargers okay. who are getting a little Lost bit better. Lost to the Cowboys, who are what, five Kansas and two? City is a good two games ahead of the Raiders. Right, okay. Cowboys are what, five and two? Cowboys are five and three. Five and three. But they're, okay. they're changed now. I mean, that's, right. But they've got to, what I'm saying is our losses are two teams with winning records. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I so don't know if they, the Cowboys have totally. I, I know Zeke news is bad, but I think it's almost worse for fantasy than the actual Cowboys themselves. Because uh, oh, because the offensive line is just still they they have their one their biggest offensive lineman or their best yeah, one is not Al- playing this week. Alfred Morris see, is not. That's what I was going to say. Smith, who's your new Rod Zeke? Smith? I think is their best play. He's fresh. He can catch the ball. But he you, can pass. You, block. You've got to integrate all that. See, I know. Look, now it's all eyes on Dak. This is what I've been waiting yeah. for. When this thing finally happens, and then you get December 1st, so that's after we play them, and then we'll go through this whole Zeke thing again. But now it's all eyes on deck for these next six games, supposedly, because this thing has been up and down for all season. Now it's all eyes on you. You don't have that safety blanket of Zeke. They've, le- they've been leaning on Zeke heavy mm-hmm. this season, real heavy. And let's say, let's just do the matchup between the Cowboys and the Redskins. Now, Zeke. Eats every time he plays us. Yeah. Dez gets shut down. Dez said, well, he was one for one, three targets, one catch yep. last game. Norman shuts him down. He's hurt now, too. Right. So he might even play this weekend. He's going to, he's playing uh, he's as playing. far as I know, but uh, we had Stefania Bell on a couple of days ago. The injury history with him when he tries to play with an ankle injury. Isn't that good? No. Now you have Terrence Williams all of a sudden has emerged, but Terrence Williams had shown over his career, yeah. he's, he's not new. No, he's shown that he is not when he's had opportunities when Dak when Des has been out even when Romo was there and Des didn't play, he didn't rise up to the opportunity. He had Bryce Butler and Dak likes him and Cole Beasley, you know, but nobody that scares you. You can clue in on Witten because that's that's going to be your safety blanket. If we take Des out, he's going to have to pick and choose from those guys. He does, he's not going to be able to drop it off to to Zeke or hand it off to Zeke and let him do the dirty work. I, I still think Dak will be okay. I totally understand. Eyes are totally on him, and he might regress a little bit, but 16 touchdowns, four interceptions this year. But he's in a bubble. He's in a very nice package like he, he was He throws last in a year. bubble, though. He's not trying to do anything too crazy. He no, makes no, no, his no, no. read. He knows where he's going. I don't think gone. it's him. Well, first of all, I think it's how the offense is around him. Now, people, we looked at last year, and we said, wow, Wentz made through a lot of interceptions. Dak didn't throw any. Guess what? Wentz has the whole, and you've seen it this year, he had the whole playbook. Mm-hmm. So he could take, when you take chances and all the whole playbook is available to you, you're throwing the ball downfield, there's, yes, there is a higher risk of you throwing interceptions than turning the ball over. Okay, but now we're seeing how it's paying off this year. He's got more confidence. He knows that he's got free reign. Dak does not have, I guarantee you, he does not have free reign of that, no, of no, that no. playbook. You cannot open up that playbook for to, to anything and expect Dak to do it. Now, you follow college bu- uh, football. Dak, is he, he's, he was not the most accurate quarterback at A&M. No, he was not. Uh, Mississippi now, State. Mississippi uh, State A&M. Uh, same color, same right, look right, as far bad, as bad, their bad, uniforms. Yeah. I can see how you get confused there, too. But I no, he was not all that accurate. And I don't think he's all that accurate all the time here. I just think, I think that's why. But that's my point. Yeah. That's why he's in that insulated, let's keep it safe. Now, let's say... They get into a situation, because they don't have the best defense in the world. So let's say they get into a situation where they're down two scores. And you have to, can Dak win a game? Can he win a game with his arm? 
It's a good point. Yeah. Uh, that if, would be tough have, for him to come down to two pass. scores. Yes, I think that. If would you be have, you get behind early and you have to pass to get back into the game. Can Dak do that? I want to see if I, Wentz can do it now. But he had he could have done it last year, but he had the opportunity. This what they run for him now does not afford for him to throw the bus. Why he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions? Because he's not going down the field that much. He's in a very neat package. He's in, he's in bubble wrap almost, even in his second year. And if he gets put into a situation, can he put the team on his back? Because now it's on him. Yeah, I'm curious what teams will do now as far as trying to limit him running the ball and getting outside of the pocket. I don't think he's on the level of Russell Wilson we saw no. again uh, on Sunday against the Redskins. He's best Thursday. with design runs is his, his best bet. I'm not sure if he's that great of a uh, By the way, I want to ask you this. Was it a stupid play of Russell Wilson last night? Uh, the him twirling in circles, oh, time, or it. was it? Uh, uh, see, I didn't he, watch the whole thing. Man, he had one of the best plays, if not of the year. I, where he, no I didn't think that was saw, stupid at all. I thought no uh, way he, we know, he didn't there. do that against the Skins. Is what I was thinking. <laughs> right. yeah. I don't think there's any way he saw his receiver there. Do you? Huh. Maybe not. That that's the I was seeing arguments that that was a terrible play by the Cardinals defense and he shouldn't have thrown that ball. It should have been picked and taken to the house for six, but he got lucky. But I just love watching Russell Wilson play, not Russell to get off. I, I, Russell, they got to him a little bit last night. Yeah, we oh, got yeah, to him a little bit. We, we we certainly we did, got yeah. to him, but you know Russell is just he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. See, that's a, that's the type he doesn't make a lot of mistakes and he is in situations where he has to make plays happen outside of the pocket, moving the pocket with his feet, but he's so smart. This is something that I wish Kirk would look at and I hope that he saw it firsthand last week. Russell always knows and has wanted RG3 to do that too. Russell always knows when to get rid of the ball. He I knows, see, he knows when to tuck and mm-hmm. run and he knows when to get it out of there. Funny he you say that. He doesn't take a lot of sacks. Yep. Jen was, st- again, I watch games with my girlfriend now that I have a girlfriend. <laughs> right. I live at home. But she's learning. <laughs> and she said, why does he just throw the ball out of bounds like that? And I said, because he's smart. Right. He knows it's a dead play. He doesn't have any open receivers. He's not trying. And, and the exception was maybe that play where he was throwing around. But overall, yes, he'll just throw it away when he knows it's a dead and play. And you live to play another down. Yes. Unlike... Mr. Cousins, because turnovers who, kill you. Who likes to eat sacks? Yeah. Now, last week was not all his fault, not all of them, but some that he did have her opportunity. You know, before he decided to pull the ball down, flip it out. I think Cousins in games like that, without his full compliment, I think he he does it when he has a full compliment. No, but I th- yeah, yeah, but I think he his mindset is I'm not going to be the one. That caused this. I'm going to take a sec. I'm not going to throw the ball and intercept that. Nobody's going to blame me. See, you Does can't. Does that make sense? Uh, I, I get that. Is that I, playing scared? It's playing. It's playing yeah, not I'm, to lose. I mean, cautiously. Scared. Cautious. But, but if you're in his situation and you want to be paid and compensated and be thought of as, a, as as an elite quarterback, you can't think like that. That's what I'm saying. You think Aaron Rodgers thinks like that? You think Drew Brees gives no, a damn? Uh, no, we gonna I, let it fly. And I could be totally wrong. I'm just saying that's my. I agree with it. I think it could be that. Yeah. I think he he's making a quote unquote business decision. And I think he's making business decisions to stay here in DC now that that 49ers trade happened. Did you hear him in the press conference at the Seattle game? Oh, it doesn't mean so. I I want people to know that when the Redskins come on the road, this is a first class organization. Nobody people should be scared to play this to team. It just was a different tone I've heard from him than yeah, I have he, in the he's, summer. He said all that you know, the season before he said all that, you know, what sounds good. I don't trust that. He's like a politician to me. I don't trust <laughs> yeah, anything that comes out agree. of Kirk's mouth anymore. 
He he's very sounds smart. Like his, he is. He's very but smart. But he sounds like his age. He sounds coached. Yes. You know, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I don't want to kill my market, so I'm going to stay, you know, right here. Now let me let me throw this out real quick. Now, this is floated out there, and I can't remember where I saw it or heard it, um, that it was a possibility because uh, Shanahan has said that you might not even see Garoppolo this year. Yeah. If you're not going to see Garoppolo, is there a chance they could tag him try to trade him, still go after Cousins. And if that's the case, would you transition Kirk? I don't can you can you trade if you own a transition player? Can you trade a transition tag player? If you tag him, you can do uh So it doesn't matter if a transition no, tag because was. he's not well yeah, not if he hasn't signed it. Okay. Right? The, the transition is you have to match the offer yeah, of another get, team. Transition right? is you offer him the average, which is gonna be whatever. But can you transition him and trade him? Yeah, if he signs it, yeah, he has to sign the tag. Is the transition tag the only one we can use on him next year? No, you can use a franchise. You can franchise him again. But that's 34 million. 34 mil. <laughs> but if you, what I'm saying is, if they tag Garoppolo and want to trade him, would you tag Kirk and trade him straight up? I mean, I wouldn't personally. I Really? I think it's a little indicative of the Patriots. They were supposed to get more for Garoppolo in that trade and ended up kind of, I don't want to say giving him away, but. That's true. I mean, they, they have yeah. been known. They got us with uh, with the offensive line, Stork. They have been known to trade broken players. Although but I don't, I don't think he's broken. Good. No, no, but no. they might not, you know. I Look, I could I could take or leave Kirk at this point in time. You know, I really don't care if he stays or leaves. I'm, I'm pretty much over Kirk. But I like Jimmy G. <laughs> I like. I think. I actually, I think he fits what uh, Shanahan would like to do more than what Kirk does, because Shanahan he's been able to coach Robert Griffin III and design something to his strengths that he can run and and zone reads and all that. He was able to work well with Matt Ryan, who is not athletic and is is not going to run around, but is a pure pocket passer. To me, Garoppolo can do both. So I think when you have that skill set with Shanahan, I think that opens up more possibilities for him in his play call and his playbook. Sure. As as opposed to Kirk, who's he's Kirk. I'm a little underwhelmed with Kirk. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> I, I don't know that uh, young Shanahan would trade Garoppolo for Kirk. I don't Cousins. know. It's, 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 Even it's, though he likes him a lot, he likes well, Cousins. Well, it, it a lot. depends. It's not necessarily. It's him and his Lynch because he's not pulling the strings. I mean. You know, some people said that Shanahan was in on it when on the trade. He might not have been. When it comes down to it, the coach has some say so, but that's Lynch's job to make the deal. Mm-hmm. We don't know how much say so Shanahan had, if any. You know, what did uh, Gibbs used to say when Bethel was here? He brings them in. Bobby gives me the players. I, 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 I decide who plays. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, so it, it could be that. Or could be a, I a think collaborative. They talk, I think, because it's got to fit what Kyle's doing. Yeah, I um, think he does. You know, but, but I don't think that this. How much does he really want Kirk? Though I don't think Kirk. I, I mean, I I put nothing past. I mean, I, I don't think. I still think everything's in play. Yeah, I mean, he can. Uh, I think he's back here next year. I mean, it's very like simplistic view, and I'm not like yeah. No, I, I'm I just, that way too. But for 34 million, that's what I'm. No, thinking. no, no, no. I think they're going to try and get a deal worked I, out. I, I think, think both gonna parties are going to the... say we're done doing this for another off season. Yeah. Just get a damn deal but done. But don't forget, he it. has said it, it is God's will. If if that's the uh, case, yeah, I'm going to yeah, yeah. just sign another franchise yeah. franchise tag. Well, and he's well, got I, I don't nothing. Think they to... should do that again. What franchise? They would, I have well, it's Bruce Allen, and it is this anything he would he would make an Ernie Brunson move. Upset, or something fan, like you that. know, if if they 
pay him $34 million next year. I wouldn't be happy with it. And this team finishes 8-8 eight and eight again this year or whatever, and you're going to pay him again another $34 million. Let's say this. I would if, if they pay him that money, but we're unable to sign Zach Brown or long-term. Or, Leading tackle or, or, or the NFL. Yeah. Exactly. By 10. Yep. Or, or sign, re-sign Breland to an extension. We're unable to keep some of these young players around who have produced. Everybody's a free agent next year. Right. We, had, we have a ton of people on one-year deals. If we can't bring those folks back or bring something comparable to that because of what you paid him, then I got a problem with that because then you're stifling the team. Even time, we see this time and time again. Tom Brady restructures his deal all the time mm-hmm. so they can go out and, and, and sign people. The rest of the, everybody else doesn't seem to have that sort of mindset. I'm very curious to see what's going to happen if and how this team finishes. If they finish eight and eight, they finish five hundred, and Kirk just whatever doesn't doesn't. I mean, it's wide open at this point. I mean, I know they could I'm end saying, up with ten wins if, if you know if the cards fall right. They could. And they go back to the playoffs. Yeah. And let's say you know whatever. I, I think I'm I'm curious to see if, if he wins the playoff game, they'll pay him. I'm curious to see what's going to happen or how much of how this team finishes will influence. Will influence. I think it will. This. I, I, really I think, think so it will. too. I think if they. Go to the playoffs, and if they win a playoff game, I think it's 100 percent guaranteed. They're and especially re- if they go to the playoffs them. with as much of the as injury issues they've had, right. new receivers. And by the way, I still am waiting for you to, you know, you got to give Jay a lot of credit. We're gonna get off topic. I know no we got to go. Yeah, for we got to go. For getting them fact, ready last week to play with all those injuries to go in the, the Seattle. No, Listen, no, no, no. Manuski gets the credit. To give Tom Sula gets the credit. That defense. Come on, G, help that, me out no, 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 no. Don't, don't get on no, that bus, Chief. No, listen. Don't get I on think. that bus. Manuski and Tom Sula had that defense <laughs> ready to go, and they willed that team to win. I'm, I give them credit for the last what two minutes. Of the, well, great job. Great two minutes, Jay. Where yeah. were you for the rest? But Listen, we've already said they had the t- they had the toughest schedule in the league, and I think Jay Gruden has navigated that. Not not perfectly, not masterfully, but he hasn't. He doesn't do anything masterfully. <laughs> well said by a great voice, Demetri Sotis. That's the, the diplomat in me. <laughs> I was hoping we would get into whether Roger Goodell will be commissioner next year, but I think that's a good thing to look forward that's to next case. week. Or I think we may have yeah. more next year. We'll, next we'll week. have more next yeah. week. We have a lot more next week. Him and, him and Arthur Blank. Yeah. Square, just get in the ring. I'm see the two old, two old dudes fight. <laughs> Do the old-fashioned way. All right. That's Jamal with George and Chris. And I'm Dimitri on the DMV Sports Roundtable. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at DMV Sports Round 1. And check out the podcast. Subscribe at Podcast 1, iTunes, or just go to WTOP.com. Search podcast. Go Skins against the Vikings. We'll talk to you next week.